Joining us now on the uh, Harbor One hotline, uh, Andy's going to join us on Zoom as well. Uh, and it is, uh, it's from the uh, Raising Money for Boston Children's Hospital, the 11th annual oh. Saving by Shaving. He is the uh, the head man, the chief cook, bottle washer, and look at that high wow. and tight on Brad Stevens. Brad, it's Gretchen Fourier here uh, back up in Brighton, and I, I'm sure you have been told you are a young-looking <laughs> man. Now you have just shaved 20 years off of your look. You look like... You're about fresh out of school, for crying out loud. That is beautiful. That, that was probably the last time I had this cut. Um, <laughs> was about 20 years ago. But, uh, but obviously, awesome cause and happy to do it. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit uh, taken back because this is the first time I've seen it. I'm looking at the, the computer screen. Oh, right you're looking at yourself. With the Zoom. So, um, yeah, pardon me if I'm stumbling. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't Drew Holiday cut his hair also? No, Drew was a guest barber. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so Drew Drew took care of Joe's hair. And, you know, I encouraged Drew to be as creative as he wanted to be. <laughs> and, you know, he in typical Drew fashion, he just did his job and did it well and, um, you know, didn't bring any of the extra flair. Okay. I was thinking maybe you could treat it like a, like a rookie hazing you know, haircut where you just do one big line right down the middle and then send him on his way. Joe and I are the rookies. <laughs> <laughs> so, therefore, no rookie hazing. Yeah, uh, right. uh, Brad, your team has performed remarkably this year. There's been a lot of talk about Jason Tatum in terms of winning the MVP. To me, last night was one of those games, if somebody needed to be convinced, hey, why is this guy an MVP? I thought last night's performance is one of those games that you can sort of flip on. You have seen this guy from an 18-year-old to where he is at right now. What are some of the things to your trained basketball eye that really stand out to you about the maturity and the growth of Jason? Well, Jason's been a stud ever since he came into the league. Obviously, you knew that it was going to be a, a path of growth um, that he was going to take because he takes care of himself. He has a routine. He works really hard. You know, all of those types of things. And, you know, I, I always kind of hearken back to this. You know, we're, we're injured his first year in the playoffs, and we're playing Philly, who is really good. And, and, and every play we're calling in the third and fourth quarter seems to be for Jason Tatum, who's a, you know, 19-year-old rookie. And so he's just been doing it for a long time. Um, all he's done is win. Obviously, we all want to um, – be standing there at the end to do something we haven't done with this group but um you know this guy has uh, by the time he's you know 25 years old has done stuff that very few people have done and um, he should be in any conversation listen there's great players all over the league and you know just like i've said when i vote for all-star stuff you know um, when i was coaching the winning part really matters and so um, the good news is, is you know, this is a huge talking point outside of our building. It's not a huge talking point in our building. You know, we're very focused on just trying to get better. We all want to be the last team standing. We all know that there's a lot in front of us to do that. And, you know, part of the reason we have a chance to do that is because we've got, you know, several really good players um, and a guy who has a real chance at the MVP. Yeah, and, and I know it, it seems like the messaging with you guys, Brad, is, uh, is you know, being compartmentalizing it and not letting any of the outside noise affect you guys. But I am curious, 
if you think Tatum is uh, you know held to a different standard based on the team that he's on? Um, I have no idea because I don't really pay attention to all that stuff. I think, listen, I think the, the, the way, I think what sometimes gets lost in the shuffle is when you look at, and him and Jalen are right, 25 and 26, or they're going to turn 26, or Jalen may have turned 27, but they're, what they've done in their first few years before hitting their prime is rare air. Right, and I think that that's something because of how far they've been. There's going to be more scrutiny. There's going to be more eyes, and all the stuff that comes with that, and that's just part of it. So, um, if if he's held to a different standard, it's because he set the bar for it. You know, it's not because you know people are looking at him as anything more than a guy that you know they've watched be awesome for a long time, and you know, um, and he's done an amazing job. And but his. He'd be the first to tell you, and, you know, I don't pay attention to everything he says in the media, but I'm guessing that he would be the first to tell you that for him it's about winning in June. Brad Stevens is with us. Um, What is more fulfilling for you, standing on the sideline, coaching a great team, or sitting up on the 11th floor watching the great team you put together? Well, in college you do both. Um, and you get the you get a chance to to, to really be obviously uh, the decision maker on putting it together and coaching it. Um, I think one of the things that every college coach would tell you is they don't get to spend enough time on basketball. They don't get enough to spend enough time thinking about coaching their team. It's probably like ten or fifteen percent of their time, and and I think that that's a that's a real thing, and it's a reason why there aren't a lot of people that hold that dual title in basketball. Um, of president or, or GM and coach, just because it's such a it's such a task. Both are such tasks. Um, there are benefits and um, cons to both, and you take great joy in watching um, you know the team that you're a part of go through the challenges that the season presents. I, I think that the thing in coaching is you're just in it, like you're so in it, you're so in the weeds of it, you're in every play, you're in every. Um, design you're in every up and down here you're taking more of a 10,000 foot view and I think the 10,000 foot view maybe allows you to appreciate the people you're with even more all the time you know and I think that that's that's something that I've really tried to do I I just appreciate I've loved watching our coaching staff work I loved watching our team um, continue to get better and I loved watching them you know be very intent on continuing to get better um, because that's what we have to do both of them have a lot of positives, though, um, when you're sitting here and you get to be a part of a team. You know, Brad, uh, um, you know, Joe Mazzulla's grown out a lot of people. Just, you know, the, the way he coaches, the, the way he claps back at, you know, reporters, specifically Kerry Washburn. <laughs> like, those two guys have a fun little relationship going back and forth. But curious on your end, um, what did you – what do you know about him now as a coach that you didn't know when he was assistant? Boy, I mean, I've known him for a long time. Um, he, he, he joined our G League staff in like 14 or 15. Um, he was in the locker room next to us as a player in the Final Four in 2010 when we were, when Butler and West Virginia were both there. Um, and I didn't know him, but I had watched him close. Um, I used to do a roundtable with 50 college coaches and, and people from different industries that would come in and speak for 
you know, 36 hours in the early fall so that we could all kind of get our wheels turning to start a season. And he was one of the young coaches that had caught everybody's attention that we invited to speak, and we all left blown away even more. So I would say that um, nothing has surprised me. Um, he is uh, – he, he, listen, he's a he's an ultra competitor. He is a lifelong learner. Um, he's not afraid. You know, he's got a lot of the great qualities that you need to be a good coach. And, um, and he's really good on both sides of the ball. I mean, we've had really good success, um, you know, with him leading the way. Brad, I want to follow up on Christian's question from this end. You're the president of basketball operations, and all of us, when we talk about this team, talk about the Jimmys and the Joes and the team that you put together. But you clearly identified something in Joe Missoula that you liked. Is that easy for you to see? Like, you're the president of basketball ops. Not only do you need players, but coaches as well. Like, how do you know when you've got somebody like a Joe Missoula where you're like, you know what, that guy's going to be pretty good? Like, what stands out to you to say, oh, that guy is going to be a, a head coach somewhere someday? Well, when he took over, it was obviously a really hard situation. And, um, and you know, obviously in that moment um, – you know there are a lot of qualified people in in the building, but I think the, the the he's just such a great leader. He's good at galvanizing the room. Uh, he knows the game on both ends of the floor. He sees the game in real time, which I think is a important you know thing. And um, and he just does a great job. And um, you know I think that listen, I'm not I'm not the best cap guy in the world. I, I I'm not Mr. Analytics. Um, I'm not you know um, probably qualified to do any of our nutrition or sports science or any of that stuff but I guess my professional background is in coaching <laughs> so if I, uh, I I hope that I um, you know at least can see a good coach and know a good coach when we see one so last one for me Brad um, Porzingis um, again having a great year awesome. is this how you kind of envisioned his kind of place on the team I say like everybody benefits from what he can do like tons of assists I and mean, it's just everything he does makes everybody better yeah and i think um the other part is i think he can keep getting better uh and i think that that's a huge emphasis for our whole team i mean individually we all should be you know focused on that collectively we should be focused on that but I saw a couple plays defensively, especially in the third quarter where he switched on the guard yesterday. He made it a lot harder. Like he's he's doing some things that I think I just think he can continue to grow. And you know, I, I don't think when these guys are in their twenties or early thirties or shoot, Al Horford's thirty seven, I don't think we should put ceilings on where they can go as far as getting better and improving. Um, and and so he has done that throughout the course of his career. I'm not surprised that he's had a huge impact on our team, and I'm not surprised that he keeps getting better as the year goes on. Uh, he's still, you know, he's, he's another guy that really age-wise is, in a lot of ways, just entering his prime. And so I think that, um, you know, he's got he's, he had a huge impact, but I think it could just go up. Um, at the 11th annual Saving by Shaving, raising money for Boston Children's Hospital, uh, the of course, the uh, president of basketball operations, Brad Stevens, with us. Now, one other thing before we let you out of here. We mentioned the haircut at the beginning. Did, uh, obviously, Rob Hale tied into Celtics ownership, all that. Did you let your wife know that this was happening? Or, like, when you walk through the door, 
I don't know if your wife will go full name on you if you've done something. You know, Bradley Kent Stevens, what did you do? Are you going to get one of those today, or did she clear this buzz cut for you? Tracy and I have been married for 20 years. We have two kids and a dog. I'm fifth in our house. Like, she could care less what I what I do with my right, hair. So I think, I think we're all... I can do whatever. I can oh. do whatever. So it, I don't. I don't think this will be a big test. Um, she, you know, I, I've known all along that I wasn't, you know, in her eyes, the best looking guy in the world. So that's okay. Okay. How we're, will we'll will, live. will your kids give you the business for the shave down? I'll get. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I'll get a little bit of that. But um, they know why I'm here. They know it's for a great cause. And we all, you know, we've all visited Boston Children's. We all love oh. Boston Children's, and you know. Shaving off some hair for Boston Children's is a no-brainer. I love it. I love it. Well, you win the championship. you got to shave it again for the parade. Yeah. you got to find a way to stand out like Fourier did with the Patriots, except <laughs> yours won't be slurred words, Brad Stevens. Thanks a bunch. We appreciate the time. And uh, you look great. Hopefully we yeah, get to talk like to you it. down the road. All right, guys. Be well.